Most bankers aren't ready to help you until after their third cup of coffee. But with Central National Bank's after-hours service, you don't have to wait for the bank lobby to open to get help. You can contact us from 6 to 8.30 in the morning or from 5 to 10 in the evening, and we'll connect you to a real, live, local person who can answer questions and fix problems seven days a week. Bank different. Bank central. Central National Bank. Member FDIC. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. This is Some of Our Thoughts. Hey everybody, it's Sarah and Carter. And this is Some of Our Thoughts. What's up? What up, what up? Today... (laughs) I just thought of something funny immediately. I'm so sorry. Don't apologize. Charlie used to, if I would call Charlie like at work because I would need the answer to a question I didn't know, he never answers his phone. He's literally the worst. Like he will, <laughs> if you're dying, that's Don't the last call. person. Yeah. Even Katie says that. But he always would text back W-U-W-U. What and up, it, what up? Yes. But <laughs> stupid me. It took me like a solid like two years to be like. You just thought he would say woo-woo? <laughs> <laughs> kind of. Or like. What, what's up with you or i don't know i just never knew i was just like okay he's contacting me that's the main importance oh what's up with you is still w-u-w-u yes but, but it was what's up what's up what up what up what up what up oh charlie anyway hello everyone <laughs> hi welcome to this episode yeah, we're thrilled about it. This is a big one for me. This is a big one for Sarah. One of my favorites. Do you remember me bringing this over and you were like, oh. Yes. Yeah. Because now it's like a staple in my life. It's totally. delicious. This is one of the go-tos from the shelf. Whenever it's there, it flies off the shelves at the wine shop. Mm-hmm. Um, Alto Lella, I'll just get into it. Uh, a yeah. Spanish producer, just like a breath away from Barcelona. Um, literally on the website, I, they actually had a technical sheet, Sarah. Oh, wow. So I was able to pull up like all the information, which we haven't had in quite some time. No, fantastic. Um, <coughs> it's in, in a natural, uh, park, a government owned, like it's called the Serralada de Marina natural park oh, in Spain. That's cool. And it's a step from the Mediterranean sea, just a few miles from Barcelona. What? Yeah. I did not, of, didn't know that. Yeah. All of the, uh, all of the. Uh, the whole vineyard is terraced towards the sea and it's like to the coast so I mean you get all of that bright fresh Mm. like salinity from the ocean um, coastal region which is pretty uh, rare for Spain because a lot of them are landlocked in the middle of Chocolate I know look you just like that was divine I took a sip and just melted (laughs) god one of the best garnaches ever Ever, oh ever. Oh, my gosh. And we feel like we can actually do Garnacha because that was one of the wines for our live show was, yes. of course, the Valley Mills Vineyards Garnacha. Which is excellent. 
And I'm not sure, do you know if it was Garnacha Negra? Because this is specifically like Garnacha Negra. Oh, I'm not sure. There's like four different varietals of Garnacha. No idea. That's fair. Whatever us Texans be growing. Well, and it's a comparable enough grape that, I mean, we have a similar enough climate that it does very well. Mm -hmm. And it's very successful here. So, um... Just some, just some facts, just to spit some straight facts. Straight facts. I'm going to sip on this and listen. Y'all, it just tastes like juice. Yeah, it is. It's juice. Uh. I mean, we can talk about, like, tasting notes, too, real quick. I think there's a lot a lot of depth. It's so fruit forward. It's 14% AV, ABV. Even so, better. I mean, but it, you, can, you couldn't just, like, feel that in your mouth because it's so perfectly balanced. Mm-hmm. Oh, it's one of those you take that first sip and you're like, oh, I'm going to need a lot more of that. Yeah. Like that was divine. I only brought the one bottle today. <laughs> I mean, I, not in this moment. I'm I know. Gonna, I know. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's like that perfect amount of oak also, which I'm very particular about. Totally. Yeah. Mm. You can always overdo it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so um, the cool thing, these people, the uh, the vineyard was established in 1991. Oh, I know. Here. Gang, gang. Yeah. And then um, it's a 19th century estate, though. So, I mean, it's been around for a while, but these people established it in 1991. Joseph and Christina with their daughters, Marina and Georgina. Oh, that's cute. And their daughters, like, grew up there. Mm-hmm. They're, like, our age. Yeah. And wow. now they're, like, like hands in the winemaking process, like, learning and growing together. I love wow. that. And they've been practiced uh, certified organic organic farming techniques since the jump. So they oh, were wow. like one of the first, like, I mean, natural winemakers. This is fascinating to me, like the location of it. I didn't yeah. know that. That's like, I'm just like picturing it in my head too, like, whoa. And you know what's crazy is it's all stainless steel, mm-hmm. which you wouldn't necessarily get gather that because it's so rustic. But it's probably just the juice. Mm-hmm. I haven't had this in a while either, so it's like yeah. extra amazing to me right now. 15 days maceration to exact all the maximum fruity aromas, mm-hmm. which is there. I mean, I get like a lot of red fruit, but then also like black, like black yeah. cherry. black, Almost blackberry, but more like, yeah, big black cherry notes. Oh, it's yeah. It's so juicy. And cherries kind of have that acidity to them that. Yeah. Yeah. Man, you know what? <laughs> I was at Central Market a couple of weeks ago, or last week, I guess, and I really regret, I walked by a um, cherry curd, hmm. and I regret not buying it, just because I was curious, but it was like $15, so I was like, yeah. that seems excessive, but... I mean, you'd use it to bake. I guess, or put it on like a croissant. It was next to the lemon curd, which I love. Oh, did you see that video about the croissants that I sent you? Yeah. <laughs> you mean our next episode? <laughs> That okay. looks so good. They like flattened the croissants down to absolutely nothing, like took all the air out of it and then fried oh. them. Can you imagine how buttery that would be and amazing? Oh, no. I mean, I can't because it was like it was <laughs> fried to the point where it was like a whole other texture. I can't yeah. even imagine. And then they put like creme fraiche and pistachios. And like fancy Italian bologna. Imagine doing that, though, with a cherry curd, like a what? Uh, Hello. Uh, BRB, I'm going to go back to Central Market. <laughs> Be back in three hours. <laughs> yeah, truly. Um, gosh, we just, there's so many different directions you could go with this. Like, you could do something sweet or you could do something savory. And 
yeah, and I will say, like, today, I've been craving Cajun food. Mm-hmm. I actually, I just broke down on Saturday and ended up ordering it. Yeah, you did. Cajun, <laughs> and I ordered the menu. It was like the whole bar was filled up with styrofoam to-go Yo. containers, and Jade was thrilled. <laughs> I was like, yeah, this is what it's like to work with me. When, <laughs> when we don't have a courier like a Jared or Cody to go get our food, Yeah, uh, I just throw money at the problem. <laughs> And uh, we have in Waco so many amazing Cajun food places. We do. We really do. And we're spoiled. We are, but sometimes their hours are not so good to us. Yeah. Well, it's not on purpose always. Yeah. I mean, like, my favorite place closes at 4 p.m. on Saturday. And I just learned that last Saturday. I didn't know that. (laughs) Yeah. Why? I don't know. I mean, it is. you kind of have to prepare to go to that place for, like, it, I mean, it's did not, their hours change at some point? Because oh, I feel all through like, COVID. Okay, like me and Ryan used to go there all the time because they have a beautiful patio with plants mm-hmm. everywhere and their BYOB. Yeah. So it was like our spot. Yeah, it whenever is. we were like, "What do you want to eat?" We'd be like, mm-hmm. "Like, well, and that place is it's just divine. It's to, like, so the, good. The food is bomb. The food is so bomb. Mm-hmm. Best fried okra I've ever had. Best fried uh, almost everything. Everything. <laughs> Those yeah. jalapeno like cheddar cornbread muffins. I don't think I've had that. And then their hush puppies are just like yeah. rumelade on point. Mm, mm, so yeah. And then there's a new place called Brazos Landing that yes. um, is wonderful right on the river. It used to be a place called Docks and then it changed. Oh. That's where Buzzard Billy's moved into. And then they rebranded it as Brazos Landing. Yeah. And VMV is there now. Yeah, we is. Shout out. Thanks to Quarter. <laughs> <laughs> it's a beautiful restaurant. They're like black tablecloths and like candlelight. And it was always real kitschy before. Yes. I, s- I think you sent me a photo actually. Yeah. A photo of your, your parents there. And I actually zoomed in and showed Ryan like, oh my gosh, tablecloths. I literally yeah. said that like, we have to go. Like that looks so nice. And I looked up the menu a couple weeks ago and they it have looks everything so good yes they have like the etouffee and like the heightened like elevated dishes and i love that they kept all that cajun side of it like yeah just to continue to be such a staple in town but then yeah the whole different elevated things and more add-ins as well for the menu but man yeah we gotta go we will like, soon we will i mean i get like i get cravings for certain things sometimes and just i'm not happy I get until you get it. Yeah, I get. Yeah. I get grumpy. <laughs> I want Cajun food. Like, okay, order some shrimp. Yeah, and stop pouting. <laughs> we okay? No, I'm the same way. I'm not one of those people. Like, like, no, let me just eat what's at the house. No, if no. I'm craving something, I'm gonna get it. Did you have cravings during your pregnancy? I don't really remember you having any. The only thing I craved at one point was frozen black cherries. Oh, that's a good snack, though. Isn't that weird, too? Yeah. Literally nothing else. Frozen blueberries I lived off of when I had COVID because yeah. I couldn't taste anything. Yeah. <laughs> and it was so cool. It's like, the texture's nice. Yeah, and I would just chomp on them. Yeah. <laughs> the frozen black cherries were the only thing I craved. That's interesting. It was like a good, I mean, I definitely took advantage of like, I don't know Smoothies. what I want. Yeah. Or be like, Ryan, let's get Marissa pizza again. <laughs> I'm craving it. <laughs> wink, wink. <laughs> I definitely did that. But no, truthfully, the only thing I crave was cherries. That's awesome. Mm -hmm. Well, they would go very, very well with this wine. Mm -hmm. 
Okay, so like the concept kind of came about because we were just hanging out at the wine shop, which we very rarely get to do, and uh, going through all the vinyl, and we decided Leon Bridges just has to happen. How has he not happened yet? He is with this label too. Totally. Oh my goodness. And there's a little bit of a. I mean, the album we we chose Coming Home. That was his 2015. Like which is the best. Yeah, amazing Grammy award winning all the awards and um, the one with River on it that was like everywhere for a while. It was on Big Little Lies. That's where I first heard it. Yeah, was Big Little Lies because I was obsessed with that show and it came out. Yeah, I I watched the first season probably 17 times. No, probably seven. Seven. I've watched it all the way through five or six times. It's so good. Season two, meh, but the first season was so good. Season, season two was okay. Yeah. Did not like how it ended. Much uh, heavier because it's all the consequences, right? And so yes. like, you're still figuring out who died in season one. Yeah. And then it's like, oh, that asshole. Mm-hmm. Bye. It's like, oh, great ending. <laughs> I would have pushed him too. Yep. Just push him. Push him. <laughs> but push it real good. <laughs> push pop. <laughs> so uh i didn't do like a a hell of a lot of research on leon bridges because i think everybody knows him but um he was born in atlanta and i didn't realize i did not know that i thought he was texas boy i thought he was forever ever my friend jared used to run the stag provisions for men in dallas and he would come in often and jared is like so cool he was one of those that like just he's not phased by a celebrity i feel like if he met like noel or liam gallagher he would probably start to sweat <laughs> a little bit but he'd still be like oh wait yeah you're cool <laughs> like not be like ah yeah. like fan girl all over him but um yeah he's 33 he's our age damn mm-hmm. gosh and he's good he's amazing mike i saw him in concert i think a few times actually and yeah. he said he's just incredible live like amazing he seems like the kind too that he would put on a show and then just like riff it like improv because he knows all of I mean he writes all of his music he knows all of his music and he's done a lot of collaborations with like Casey Musgraves I was literally just thinking that Noah Cyrus like some really beautiful voices that live Casey Musgraves Christmas special which I know I talk about it a lot I know you do but um (laughs) he's so cute in that because he like twirls around and he dances and it was like when he starts the crowd's like what and everyone starts screaming because he's just so cute and so cool and actually with Lots him soul. he um his outfits remind yeah. me very very much of my great uncle johnny actually did oh, i ever tell you about, i told you about him yeah but he that's had, really sweet and what's even crazier is he had that country music review in arlington for oh my god decades and sometimes i wonder if leon ever went because oh, he lived in the Dallas area. He might have. Because my Uncle Johnny wore, that was like his thing. Like he wore the very like rhinestone, bright colored, like I matching bell bottom yeah. uh, jackets. And you know, when he, not when he passed away, but before, like maybe 10 years or so before he passed away, he still had all these suits and he went. You know, he changed it up a little bit. When he was older, he wore more of just, like, all black. Very, like, Johnny Cash in the older years. Totally. But he ended up selling his entire collection of suits to Bon Jovi. Are you serious? <laughs> yes. Oh, my God. Bon Jovi bought all of that. I was going to ask if you got any. Because, like, I you did and could I rock wish. one of those. Like, just, like, the, like the suit jacket oh i totally could thank you i agree but he did pick out that blue acoustic guitar that i have he picked that out for me so i will like i'll always have that that's amazing but yeah those suits i do often wonder like i wonder if they ever cross paths or if leon 
knew who he was or yeah. saw him because those suits are a very like particular style like you have to be searching and like you basically either have to be like at a thrift shop in nashville yeah truly or, um just like or your crazy uncle's garage yeah. <laughs> yeah. just see somebody and like oh that's kind of dope they're like working it awesome yeah like just swagger beyond mm-hmm. belief and people can't pull that off anymore no it takes like very a very special people. kind Leon Bridges, Harry Styles, he could do it. Yeah. Don't know what Bon Jovi's doing these days, but I think he's past that time. <laughs> probably. I mean, he's probably past the time to, like, wear them, you know, Performing like. Performing, for in, sure. In public, yeah. But <coughs> I, I like to think that John Bon Jovi will make himself a little martini and, like, wander around his home. Oh, yeah. Wearing I these. always picture him in, like, the very fluffy hair, like, when he was in Sex in the City. Yes. And just, like, a white t-shirt and, like. Yeah, like Calvin Klein's. Yeah, very classic. Mm-hmm. Or like all done up. <laughs> bon Jovi, so random. John but bon so Jovi. random that he bought all those suits, right? That's incredible. That's crazy. That's when you know you've like you've succeeded. Is like when somebody mm-hmm. like that wants what you have. I wonder if I can find any photos on the internet. Actually, that'd be awesome. Like of those suits. I'm getting so off topic. No, you're not. I mean, this it's whatever we want it's it to be. It's our podcast. <laughs> yeah. yeah. What am I talking ours. about? Yeah, what are y'all even doing here? <laughs> so rude. I'm sorry. No, it wasn't. It was great. <laughs> okay, so with this uh, concept in mind, Cajun food, Leon Bridges, soulful, soulful, deep, dark oh, red. Gosh. That picture of him and Leanne Rhymes pulls up when oh. she was a kid. That was her first gig She's on that, that show. Hair. <laughs> no. That's anyway, I'm almost like, oh, gosh. Really cute. Oh, man. That's special. Oh, there's like a few of them. Oh, so sad. Anyway. Um, but red beans and rice. You've made red beans and rice. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. I, so I've never made it. Living in Georgia, oh, there was a lot of low country boils, a lot of red beans and rice nights. And it wasn't just like Zatarans. Like we'd go, <laughs> I mean, because that's, you know, uh, valid, very valid. Yeah. I mean, I think every single kitchen has some form of like red beans and rice in a box in the back of the pantry kind of thing. Oh, yeah. But um, to do it, to elevate it, I mean, it just takes a very, very, very long time. Well, and I was telling Carter, actually, before we got here, um, I consulted our favorite Louisiana gal, yep. Miss Lauren Lowe. Our expert. I shouldn't have said your name, Miss Lolo. Lolo. Miss Lauren. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, she has been to my house several times, and then she'll just be like, damn, really craving some red beans and rice because she's from louisiana so she can whip it up like she makes amazing food so i texted her and i was like hey do you have any advice for making red beans and rice and she said i haven't found a better way to make it other than cooking it on the stovetop for like five hours and you really you really can't rush it too because that that is one of those um it just needs to be tender it needs to be saturated and all of the fats and the juices and I think, I mean, adding water throughout just to keep it wet and keep it, like, cooking. Yeah. But we were talking about alternatives, and I think it, this would be, the if you're going to make your own stock, this would be the occasion to, like, make your own beef stock, chicken stock, which I've had oh, to yeah. do. Oh, yeah. Yes. You yeah. had to do it for Nance. My oh, mother gosh. had thyroid cancer, and um, this was actually the reason I moved back from Georgia, because also... Um, all of my friends had graduated 
and I I didn't. I didn't get my degree from SCAD, but I sure as hell went there. <laughs> and I lived there and um, was just working and taking online classes through MCC on my computer, but yeah. still living out there. And when all of uh, everybody decided to pack up and leave, I thought, you know, I could go home. This is a good time. Nancy was sick. And so that fall, she had to go on an iodine-free diet, which is very... Why was that? Um, for her thyroid, she had to <clears throat> minimize her intake, but we just decided to cut it out completely yeah, to get her well. levels as low as possible. And then um, it was to before her surgery, they actually removed it. So she has this awesome like Brad Pitt from Inglorious Bastards. <laughs> Like scar across her throat, which she's very self-conscious about. I think it's badass. It is badass. And it's healed beautifully. But through that whole fall, it was really, it was a long, it was a long and winding road. Um, A long (laughs) and winding road. (laughs) That leads to empty Anderson. Mm -hmm. Oh, shit. (laughs) Plot twist. But she, she's perfectly fine now. Um, that was just a, a lot of my uh, rapid fire, like kind of mm-hmm. immediate need to learn how to cook very well, very yeah. quickly. And and also minimally, because like I think we could use a little bit of kosher salt here and there. Yeah. Like when I made our chicken stock, I literally would bring back a truck f- full of food from Austin because I was Aww. living in Austin. And we could just... 2011 2012 2013 had nothing nothing so i mean i would bring back all the freshest shit i could find yeah and then um we would make in these huge it was actually my lobster pot (laughs) (laughs) so i have used it but uh, (laughs) make chicken stock from scratch and she she would use it to flavor everything like rice Mm. veggies because she couldn't dude homemade chicken stock is amazing though it is it really is really is so good yeah and um so yeah ryan and i went through i mean i shouldn't say a phase we would love to do it still if we had a little teens more time we would get you know whole chickens make the whole chicken and you know keep the bones to make stock we've done that a lot not not in the last probably year realistically we haven't done it in a long time but every time we would do it it was we were both like oh my god we need to do this all the time or like freeze it or something of course you just freeze them in like plastic bags yes yeah oh such a good flavor it is. It really is. And um, I was thinking, you know, for this particular red beans rice, and then I always love to add like the andouille sausage. Ooh, yum. Or some other kind of like spicy. So yeah, you get, like, we that, both like spicy. All that protein because you get protein from the beans, but a good animal protein, and then mixed in with like all the rice. It's just mm. such a good bite. And we've got to make that yeah. ASAP. Well, we will. That sounds so good. I don't think I've ever had it any other way like I don't th- I mean the classic representation of it yeah. is just my go-to because I like literally crave it I'm like yeah. I, need <laughs> I should ask Micah if he has a good recipe for well, it I bet he does he's I our other he raging Cajun raging Cajun <laughs> I love Micah Micah will tear it up on the crawfish boil days oh my god go through like <laughs> what seven or eight plates at oh, least oh at least seven or eight plates like he had to have his own bucket to yeah. dump the carcasses in we're and like filled it up you good you still going it's like oh yeah my favorite was when i don't know if y'all have ever had crawfish but you know there's like this gross oh, uh, stone the mustard y- yes <laughs> and it's basically is it poop is it actually poop yep yeah the crawfish poop and it's like this yellowy oh, grainy Jesus. brown stuff 
well, we're all like, okay, let me like get that out. Because yeah. I'm not really a crawfish person, but I like it. Like Joey actually makes really great crawfish. Shout out, Joey. But um, <laughs> Micah was saying, he was just like slurping. You know, like seven plates deep, <laughs> like slurping. And we were all like, Micah, like what What do you do like with the, the, the poop? And he goes, oh, it's just mustard, baby. And we were like, <laughs> I'm sorry, what? And then he said, like, that's what, in Louisiana, like, that's what they grew up with. The parents would just be like, oh, it's just a mustard, baby. Just slurp it. <laughs> Bless Micah. Bless his heart. I oh. would eat crawfish right now, actually. Really? Yeah, now I'm wanting Cajun food. Well, Why did we do this? <laughs> this is the gig, Sarah. Damn it. We get to drink the wine, talk about the wine and the music, and then we go make the food. And live our best lives. Truly. That's why we have to do it on our day off because we, I mean. Particularly I, Monday. Yeah. Now I'm not hungry. I'm hungry right now. But like by the time. <laughs> <laughs> I'm always hungry. But. Um, I never eat before we record like an I know, idiot. Like an absolute. <laughs> I always have wa- a bunch of water and coffee. Well, some water and coffee at like nine or ten. And then it's like wine, 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 wine. Yeah. And then we're like, oh, we're hungry. And half the time, too, if I do make myself breakfast, like, I actually made myself this fat, like, coconut milk yogurt parfait this morning mm-hmm. with, like, bananas, hemp seeds, ho- local honey, um, granola, bananas. Beautiful. Yeah, well, Lucas ate three-fourths of it. And I was like, go off. You're a grown boy. You should eat all of it. And he ate a ton of it. So I tried. Yeah, you <laughs> Today did. I tried. It sounds but, yeah. like a beautiful parfait. It was really good. Yummy. <laughs> Well, um, other than, yeah, I don't think we had, like, a specific recipe for it. I think just low and slow. Low and slow. We'll make, you know what we'll do? We can, we'll make it. And write down what we do. And Yeah, and write down what we do. Because red beans and rice is also one of those things where, like, everyone has their own spin on it, right? Totally, yeah. And, like, we will be asking our Louisiana friends before Absolutely. we attempt. I mean, like, hey, like, or come over. Let's make it together. That'd be great. Oh, yeah, party. Red beans so and rice fun. party. Oh. And then we have, yeah, we already have uh, Coming Home on vinyl, so just putting that on and having that be, like, the soundtrack to it. I listened to that on the way here. There's so many bangers on that album. Truly. It's really crazy. He just, he has such a, a beautiful voice. Yeah. But then, like, his his songwriting and, like, the music <laughs> is so easy to dance to and listen to. Yeah. And it's fun. It's, like, poppy. It's very, like, old school. Like, that album, for sure, is, like, very, like. It gives it, Motown vibes. Yeah like 50s 60s like oh we're groove it's grooving yeah it's, it's groovy. very like very groovy but like low like oh it's just so good <laughs> so so good so is our garnacha god that's garnacha i was telling carter this is actually my favorite garnacha i've ever had wow it really is i love this one i also really love that gulp, gulp. garnacha that's really it's really light it's a lot lighter than this one yeah it is much lighter but like this is just so perfectly balanced to me it's delicious in yeah. every way it's it's a lot darker that's for sure like mm-hmm. even just in the color and the structure but it has that same fruitiness that comes forward and like i never worry about selling this it's 23 dollars, so it's like very uh low stakes yeah it's like there are some wines where people will pick it up off the shelf and be like oh and i'm like well <laughs> <laughs> yeah <laughs> uh well this bottle comes with the disclaimer mm. Um, and it, they don't always need to. This one definitely doesn't. But, I mean, when people come into the wine shop and they want a Cabernet, I said, have you tried Garnacha? Yeah. And like, there, I always is... talk about um, 
I don't know what article it was, but they Texas, you know, grows a lot of Grenache. Mm-hmm. And so people have kind of compared like Grenache to Texas is Pinot Noir to Oregon. Yeah. Like, it's that same, like, you can make it really light, you can make it really, really bold and mm-hmm. more like, yeah. I think it's also worth noting this one, this vintage is marked by a noticeable drought, they said. Which a drought? We, yeah. Oh, wow. And which we deal with uh, oh, 2021. Okay. pretty constantly. But it said <laughs> yeah. during both the growing and the harvest season, they were in like a crazy drought. Oh, geez. And I mean, bravo to these winemakers. Cause yeah, it's amazing. It's still juicy. Yes, she is. And um, they call it a sea wine, which I thought was cute. This, Aww. the rosé, and then there's a Pensa Roble, or no, Pensa Blanca. That's the Blanca's a, good. It's good, yeah. It's and really good. That's I don't think what, I've had the rosé, actually. The rosé is Garnacha rosé. Is it good? Mm-hmm. Oh, shit. Oh, yeah. And they're all just, they're going to be at the wine shop for a no, like a you know reasonable amount of time they're not going anywhere so y'all can actually come by and uh go get it yeah and go go get it and then get um, to getting go and get go and get <laughs> <laughs> which i'm just thrilled to be able to do wines that we like have yeah absolutely and that was so me and carter had this i don't know if we talked about it on tape or we just told mike we had this really big inspirational day this past saturday yeah I worked farmer's market, which is nine to one. Which you haven't done in a while. So. Like t- t- almost two years. Yeah. I really don't like it. But I was like, you know what? Because I wanted some more hours and I was like, I would like to get off early. And then I still was like, hey, I, I of course. texted our other full timer. Yeah. And I'll, or called her and I was like, hey, like, do you need me? I'll come up there for a little bit if you need me. And she's like, no, it's fine. So I was doing a wine delivery actually on the same street that the wine shop is. And then I was about to pass it and went because <laughs> I knew Carter was working because the sweet angel brought me coffee and an extra pair of socks at farmer's market. Cause it was like 43 degrees the whole time. It was cold. I picked like the worst day to do farmer's market, but whatever. Um, so I went in and it was really early in the day. So they didn't really have a crowd either, like at all. It's like, two o'clock maybe at that point yeah yeah and we usually pop off between like two and three with a lot of sales like you saw i got busy there for a second Mm -hmm. but we rocked it and then they all you know disperse and then you have another hour or two before people come in to hang out yeah but it was so cold and weird overcast all day too people i mean there was no patio sitters and really no one stayed to hang out which was nice for me and all of my cajun food because i took a (laughs) the bar (laughs) with fried catfish and hush puppies so carter starts pulling out because the wine shop has so many records Mm -hmm. and people will bring up records friends will bring up records the girls will bring up records so she has all this vinyl and she was like let's just like look at what we have which is such a great starting point too. either we usually either start with the vinyl or with the wine and just kind of you know play off of that yeah just build it and we went off we solidified like six episodes yeah at least six episodes with a lot of popping off like let's do this with this and this and this because it helps to in the wine you know you can grab a bottle grab a vinyl snap a photo and be like yeah or like no or like oh yeah that's yeah. the one and it was i mean it's like the one-stop shop because mm-hmm. you just like you have all of the vinyl on the bar and then we were just pairing them with different bottles so much and fun. talking about like the characteristics of the wine versus like 
the aesthetic of like because we want it to look pretty. Yeah, I don't ever want to pick like a wine, like a bottle and an album that just doesn't look right. Like it goes together, yeah. and then there needs to be the thread that ties it all together, which is usually the food. Exactly. And then when I went to Austin last week, I got five bottles. I think bringing yeah. back with all just like the intention for the podcast. Granted, I've drank a couple of them. Cause I Which is perfectly I fine. <laughs> but like, I mean, but there are some that you just got right, not knowing anything about the wine. You just got them because no. of the label. I literally bought them all for the label. It's so fun. That's it like, really was. It's really fun. And I haven't been able to do that in so long. Cause you know, I'm, we live here in Waco and there's really just like, not to down them, but like there's just like HEB twins and specs. And that's really it. Aside from where, well, yeah. yeah, obviously the one shop, but like, that's it. There's yeah. no one, nowhere else you can find like, really cool stuff firewater has stuff sometimes but, but it's, it's usually really a small selection it is because they are so focused on like liquor yes which is important and we love them oh for yeah no they're amazing but they also have mostly wine shop and <clears throat> then stuff from h-e-b mm-hmm. that you can find at h-e-b yeah yeah well i had so much fun this episode i cannot wait to make red beans and rice also I'm going to call Carter out real quick because she looks phenomenal <laughs> today. Oh God, she has this like, well, first she has on this like very cute knit, like crop top, like sweater yeah. thing going if, on. If you're a bestie, you've definitely seen me wearing it because I've been living in this <laughs> for like a so month. It's so cute. But then she has this like almost like a windbreaker from like it the is. 90s and it has like cheetah print. But then like this really amazing strip of like it's lime classic. green. It's from Class A. Oh, yeah. Shout out. Totally. And oh, then I have so cute. my tortoise shell Nike slides and big hoop earrings. And her hoop earrings have like this little jaguar like spots on them <coughs> to tie. And she just looks like she needs to be in W Magazine. <laughs> well, you too. Sarah's <laughs> wearing a crop top that says, eat shit, Janet. <laughs> <laughs> I sure am. <laughs> Well, and also bright red <laughs> lipstick. And Car- yes. I walked in and Carter was like, oh, my God, the red lip. And I was like, OK, yes. And the story behind that today, in pre- which I do love wearing a red lip, but p- particularly today, <laughs> Lucas headbutted me Lucas. so hard this morning. My lip was literally bleeding. Such so a I, little boy. I know. He's so rough and wild. So I have like this bright red spot on my bare lip and I didn't realize till I stopped and parked and I was like oh my god what's happening to my face right now and then I went (gasps) and like dug for my red lipstick and I was like oh okay I get it we (laughs) look good we look so fly and you'd never know how rough it really is (laughs) (laughs) at one o'clock on a Monday truly I mean ladies on the (laughs) Monday All right, we got to go. <laughs> Latest on the Monday. <laughs> well, everyone, thanks for listening to this episode. I cannot wait for you to try this wine. Like, really, you ha- this is one of those, like, you have to get your hands on. You must, you must. You must, you must. Well, as always, put on your favorite record. Grab your favorite glass of wine. Make some red beans and rice. But simmer it for five hours. Yeah. Like Lolo says. And let's have some fun. Cheers. Cheers. Thank you for listening to some of our thoughts. This has been a Rogue Media Podcast. Podcast.